This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. I got up early to work on some podcast stuff, so Chris is asleep and it's just me, so hope that's not too disappointing. I know how wonderful he is. That's why I married him. This is our episode with Jennifer, who was a delight to talk to, and she said she's 47, but I looked at her pictures on Instagram, and she looks 27, and I'm pretty jealous about that, but she looks amazing, and she was so wonderful to talk to, so here it is. Oh, there was a couple of, there were some technical difficulties at the beginning, but we got those worked out eventually, so apologize for that. Enjoy the episode with Jennifer. And not sure what happened. <laughs> Oops. I don't know if I did that or what. I don't, I've never used this at this like link before. So it, I think me when I went to look up something, it disconnected me. Oh, it may have. I'm so sorry. That's oh, it's okay. okay. When we okay. were testing it, I, I think okay. mine did the same thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Instagram. Okay, Instagram, I'll give you my, I'll actually give you the um, new one I created specifically just for my bariatric journey. Um, It is Jennifer's underscore VSG underscore life. Awesome. Yep. And so that leads me to believe that you had VSG. I did. And when did you have that? I had that um, August 23rd, uh, 2021. So like seven-ish, seven and a half months ago. And what was your highest weight? Um, I'm going by the weight I was like right before I started like the pre-op diet. So I'm, I it was 255. And then where are you now? I'm at, I haven't weighed myself in a couple weeks because I had my last week so i i don't like to weigh myself when i'm on my period but um as of two weeks ago i was 179 oh that's awesome yes yes i feel great do you have a goal weight in mind i do um like i'm thinking somewhere between like 140 and 150 and i am uh five foot three that sounds like a great goal weight for you too yeah I think so I think that'll I think that'll be good I mean I'm happy now but I like I said I still uh, I, I I think I could do better <laughs> was was that a weight that your surgical team gave you or not ri- no no they didn't he didn't really give me a goal weight specifically he's pretty um he was pretty like well you you're having the sleeve and usually most people only lose about when I, I don't mean only, but 75% of their body weight or something like that. And mm-hmm. I told him at my, when I last saw him at a follow-up that what I wanted my goal to be. And I said, well, I don't know if I'll get there, but, and he said, Oh, you probably won't. I'm like, well, well that's not helpful. <laughs> hey, I think, sorry. I think the trick is to not let my phone go dark and then, um, like let the page close. Like when the phone screen closes, that's when I get kicked off. So I'm going to try to, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. I'm just going to try to, um, like 
keep my finger on it so that it doesn't go dark <laughs> and, and close down. So <laughs> try so, that again. Go ahead. So yeah, my doctor was kind of like saying he didn't think I would get there. And I thought, um, yeah, well, watch me. So, <laughs> well, that's great motivation. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, okay, well, the surgery might only carry me so far as far, like, you know what I mean? But I mean, I can do the work and exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of where I, I was at with like, all right, well, I will, I get to one forty. I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> what was your uh, motivation for getting the surgery? Okay. So, um, I met my fiance about almost three years ago and, um, I don't even, I can't even tell you what weight I was, but I was, you know, I was heavier. I was in, in the two hundreds. And, um, so not long after I met him, I started having just increasing, um, lower back pain, like, Mm -hmm. and, and also, um, I want to say like around 20, yeah, 2020 is when I noticed I was starting to feel like very tired during the day. Um, I wasn't sleeping well at night at all. Like I was getting up to pee like four or five times a night. I'm like, something is wrong. And, but I was having this back pain in my lower back and it was just like to the point where I couldn't even go into like a store. I'd be five minutes in and I'd be in such pain. And it was just, I was just starting to feel pretty miserable, but then the whole sleeping thing and like, um, I would, I used to do a lot of work from home, so I, around one or two in the afternoon, I would have to crash. Like, I could not stay awake, so I talked to my doctor, they set me up with a sleep study, and lo and behold, I had severe sleep apnea. Oh. Very bad. Yeah, it was, um, I think they told me I had 119 events an hour where I was, I stopped breathing. Oh my God. Yes. So much. I'm like, how was I not dead? You know, um, so my blood pressure was through the roof. I was on blood pressure medication. I was swollen and bloated. I couldn't breathe. Like, you know, like even where I work, I work at a courthouse now where there, it's an older, you know, it's an old courthouse building. There are stairs and it was just a struggle to even just get from the parking lot up to the door. And I was just, I honestly was just sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, I've got to do something. I, I've had weight issues my whole life. I, my mom was um, a heavy woman and I'm sure genetics plays some kind of role in what was going on with me, but it's like, I, you know, I, I've tried all kinds of diets. I've lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, like my whole life. And it was like, and my, I have a couple close friends that have had surgery and, I never thought that I would get to the point where I, that would have to be an option, but unfortunately it, it was, it was, and I'm like, you know what? I, um, I made some calls and reached out to a local hospital that has a, I, I heard that they had a really good bariatric program and then just went through all the steps back in, I started January of 2021 when I really officially started going to like my PCP and, but yeah, it was basically the, the sleep apnea and the back pain and just the overall feeling of just not feeling good was just, and you know, being I'm 47, my mom wasn't 
the healthiest person. I, I could see myself going down that same road. Yeah. And I just, I was just scared. And I'm like, I have to take control. I have to do something about this. Yeah. So why did you choose VSG over any of the other options? So um, I did, I did do a lot of research and I, you know, um, on my own and also, you know, my best friend had, um, RNY like 16, 17 years ago and, and she had lost a lot of weight and, um, but also gained some back throughout life, you know, and I know that can happen, but, um, she just felt that that was the good route for her. She was, she weighed, she was like 350 pounds when she started her journey. Now she's down to like 160 or something like, like right currently. But anyway, so I just felt like with the R and Y, I just, I'm like, all right, well, I don't have a whole extreme amount to lose. And yeah. I'm like, and it just was, it just didn't seem to be as invasive if that makes sense as like the whole rerouting of your guts <laughs> right That's you know exactly what i mean how I feel. yeah and i think the malabsorption was something that i heard that you don't have as much of the malabsorption with the with the sleeve and i just thought it was um some and and, and if need be down the road i can have a revision um if i want to but um i just felt like for me for where I was at with my weight and the, my goal in mind, I think I just thought the sleeve was just a better option. Yeah. That's for me. I felt too. Okay. Yeah. And um, I heard dumping syndrome wasn't, isn't as bad with the sleeve um, possibly. Like, I don't, I know everyone's different, but I mean, I can't, I can't really say that I've had a real severe, like a severe episode of dumping syndrome yet. So. So what was your journey like? Oh, so it was, you know, rough in the beginning, like any, like when you have a major, because I've never had a surgery in my whole life ever. Um, so this was a first surgery for me. And so, you know, initially I was pretty nervous about the whole being put under anesthesia, um, which was just weird in, in and of itself. Cause you know, I remember being wheeled into the operating room and seeing people and overhead lights. And next thing I knew I was waking up. So yeah, yep. crazy. Like I was, my fiance said I was singing down the hallway. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> <laughs> he said I was singing was they were wheeling me off to take me to surgery. I, I, they give you some sort of drug or something like to make you for, it's like the men in black thing that they hold up to yes. your face. And you forget everything. So I, don't remember that but he's like oh I wish I had my took my phone out and recorded you because you were hilarious just saying no. <laughs> but it was it, so that was a weird experience but um recovery was um you know I was I remember being just sore and groggy in the hospital and but not feeling too nauseous um or anything like that and then just coming home was just sore it until when I had to um cough or sneeze it was the worst Oh, yeah. It felt like your innards were being torn out. It was pretty, you know, but, um, and I felt, I remember feeling the first week I was off work, um, after surgery that I felt lightheaded. And so I experienced some of that, but, um, as time went on and I was going through the, the stages as far as like soft foods, pureed and all that, I was doing pretty good up until I, I think up until I started, um, 
eating a little more solid food. And that's when the throwing up started. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I, I was, I threw up quite a bit um, in the beginning, like in the first, like I would say that one to three month period was probably the most I, you know, where I wasn't, where I was still navigating my way through food and trying yeah. to figure out what is okay and what isn't. And, you know, um, obviously I wasn't touching any sugar. I wasn't, um, bread or pasta or anything at that point. It was just certain meats. Like I have, I still have a little hard time with chicken. Um, I couldn't eat canned tuna to save my life for a while. I can eat it now, but I couldn't like, I was so determined though. Cause that's like one of my, I love tuna sandwiches and I like, I like tuna fish and it's a good source of protein. And I'm like, I'm determined to eat tuna. Cause I, I know that there's certain foods that people like and they'll have surgery and they won't be able to eat it ever again. But yeah. there's also just that period where you might not be able to tolerate it well. Like eggs. I used to get sick on eggs a little bit. Eggs are good for me. Um, I could eat chili like a crazy person. Like chili didn't do anything to me at all. So I lived on a lot of chili. <laughs> did your, what did your surgeon say about the vomiting? Um, they, in the beginnings, um, first few months, they weren't um, super concerned. They did say that that was fairly normal it's basically like you have to sort of relearn your body in the sense of recognizing that signal when you're full and it took obviously like it just before because at first it was like before I knew it before I really realized it I was too full and I should have stopped two bites ago and I didn't yeah it was so that was my mistake. And maybe learning how to eat slow has been a challenge. But I that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Was it a quantity or was it a, a speed? I issue? think it was at times a combination of both. Um, uh, but I think I would say I would probably bet the more trouble came was if I ate too fast. Because I, I've always been a fast eater. Um, I love food. And I will, if something tastes good, I will work it down and I can't do that now. So I, I think I still have my, you know, okay, this tastes really good. All right, Jen, slow down, just, you know, enjoy it, savor it, don't get sick. So I've, I've done pretty good um, with that now, but I think a lot of in the beginning stuff was just overeating, taking that one bite I should not have taken and um, just maybe certain foods that just didn't sit well. Obviously, I've tried a little bit of bread and it just doesn't work for me right now. So I, I had a situation last night where we were eating a shrimp salad. Uh, yeah. I, I was like, you know what? If I eat that last shrimp, I'm probably going to start throwing up. Yes. And I even had like half a bite still in my mouth and I spit it into the paper towel because I was like I can't even swallow this last bite yeah and that's good that's like I I've just learned like even my my surgeon did say that you'll come to like master that where you're where you know when to stop and I do like I just know and my fiance is very supportive and he he'll say "Mm," because he'll know you know we'll be eating together and he'll be he knows I'm enjoying something he's like "Mm, you need to set that aside now (laughs) like you need to you know, he's very good about kind of looking out for me in that regard too. And, um, like, and it was, it was sort of a running joke in our house that he likes to cook and he's a very good cook. And it just seemed like, and he would, 
he's a he's diabetic so he kind of watches a little bit the same as I do as far as carbs and things so he would cook certain things that I was able to eat as well but yet I would throw up like I don't he would say you always throw up you get sick on my cooking and I said no it's not your cooking it's just <laughs> I think I'm just probably eating too fast a little too much it's yeah um but yeah we you know we try to do like um I lost my train of thought but um <laughs> but um we we support each other and it's just um like as far as the throwing up I I've I've I haven't done that in a while. So I'm, I think that that worst part's over for me. Like, I'm not saying I won't ever again. Right. I've definitely had, my tolerance has definitely gotten stronger and um, I'm, I'm not running to the bathroom to, to do that. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, that's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> Besides that, did you have any other complications? Um, no. Um, I, you know, my scars were healing very well um nothing i've heard some people complain that they have like these weird side pains and stuff i didn't have any of that i think i think my surgeon did a beautiful job as far as like the surgery i think i've healed wonderfully um and just other than the typical things like some hair loss and like said some of the vomiting in the beginning um i think that's really as far as a complication goes that's really all i've had to deal with that's good yes Besides your fiance, what other kind of support system do you have? Um, a lot of friends. Um, like I said, my best friend and actually her her daughter had she had also gotten the um the bypass. Um, they've been a great source of support and because obviously they are they've kind of gone through the whole weight loss surgery thing and they know you know so they were very supportive. Um, my family, my brothers. Um, like I've told some people at work not a lot but um the close the people i work with closest know and they've all been great um i i uh, haven't really run into a lot of negativity or anything from anybody everyone um uh, they knew i was not healthy and that um i was doing this to um hopefully live longer and be feel good and they've all been great that's amazing yeah i i'm very very blessed in that regard i have a lot of good good friends good co-workers and my family so and then what has been your favorite non-scale victory okay i've, I've been thinking about this question ever since you posted, <laughs> right. you posted it to me because i because i'm like oh okay well i mean crossing my legs is nice sitting comfortably but i would say um like one of my favorite things is and I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, this pair of jeans fit me. That did, And that's great, too. But um, honestly, the most life-changing thing, like, non-scale has been this back pain that's gone away. Yeah. Like, I can't even put into words. Like, I couldn't. I just felt like we went on a camping trip. Like, I want to say it was, like, May of 2020. And I was absolutely miserable. I wasn't sleeping. Um, my best friend she's the one that really alerted me to like, Hey, I think you have sleep apnea. Like I could hear you fighting for your life out here. Yeah. And like, like where we were staying and I kids wanted to go and, and hike and fish and climb these things. And I'm just like, no, I'll just stay here. You know? Um, yeah. So like, honestly, cause it just, I couldn't walk more than a few feet and just that, that 
just searing, burning lower back pain would just get me. And I was, yeah. I was going to physical therapy and chiropractors and, um, but yeah, I like, as far as non-scale, I think the biggest thing for me is just that back pain going away. Has your sleep apnea improved at all? It has. Yes. I'm still using my machine. Um, but like I have an app that connects to the machine that, um, will tell me like my numbers, yeah. um, and everything at night. And so my events have been a lot of nights they're zero. Oh wow. Yes. And some nights, um, I'll have maybe up to two to four of them. And when you think about where I was like having like without the machine and with all the weight on, I was having 119 episodes of not breathing, um, an hour. And so I'm definitely, um, I have a, I have an appointment in July with my family doctor and we're going to, I'm going to discuss maybe getting retested, like another sleep study done. Um, cause I mean, as thankful as I am for, um, the, like the CPAP was, it was life changing. I was so thankful to actually sleep and feel rested. And like, that's that in and of itself is just fantastic. I would really like to not have that thing strapped to my face every night. <laughs> yeah. It, it was so uncomfortable. It, it, it can be, I mean, I've, it took a while to get used to, but like, it just, this, I use the, I use a full face mask. There's some people that only use like a nasal ma- mask. Um, I use one that covers my nose and mouth. Cause I'm, unfortunately I am, uh, my mouth wants to open when I'm sleeping, hence the snoring and hence the, all the other stuff. And so, um, it just, le- it leaves marks on my face and, um, you know, it's just, it's unsightly and I just don't want, like my <laughs> fiance doesn't care. He teases me and, you know, says I'm getting my scuba gear on and all that stuff, but, <laughs> yeah. but he, he's been great. And, um, I, it would just be nice to be able to just, you know, crawl into bed and just go to sleep like yeah. a normal person. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not. I was never told if my sleep apnea was truly weight related, but it's looking like um, it's been improving since I've lost all the weight uh, so far. And I mean, it kind of makes sense that I just want to get tested again, um, probably around August and see where I'm at with it. And hopefully I can ditch it. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be great. Yes. What is your favorite non-food reward? Probably um, going out and like getting a new outfit or something like that. Um, I haven't like bought a ton of clothes just because um, I'm I'm still losing weight. So I don't want to spend a lot of money on expensive clothes. So I'll go to thrift shops or whatever. But um, I like to um, either buy myself like new makeup because I'm a makeup person. I love makeup and or um, I would say just like. A new outfit or something. That sounds amazing. Yes, it's fun. I love. I'm like I'm actually. I actually bought two swimsuits. Um, I'm like because I'm getting married in two months and we're going to Myrtle Beach and I'm actually for the first time ever in my, probably in my life I was actually looking forward to buying a swimsuit. So, and they're two piece swimsuits. So it's like oh okay. You were looking forward to buying a swimsuit. That yes. is so wonderful. Yeah, I've never felt like every summer was like, okay, I need another. Yeah. Because I remember the swimsuit, the last swimsuit I bought was a 2X, I think. And it's it's long gone and in, in probably somewhere in Goodwill. 
So, so it's, yeah, it was such a good feeling to be able to like, and it was a two piece, but it was like, you know, I was covered. Like I'm, I'm feel a little more confident showing a little bit more skin Um, and just, you know, being okay with even like where I'm at now, like 178, 179, if, I mean, I would feel more confident now stepping out in like a two-piece swimsuit than I ever, ever. (laughs) So, and, you know, but yeah, I've actually, I was actually just so excited to order these swimsuits. And I'm like, oh, by the time my honeymoon comes in June, then hopefully they'll fit a little bit better and I will feel good and look good. And I'm so I'm excited. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So excited. Do you exercise at all? I do. Um, What do you do? So, um, my good friend who I, she just retired, but I worked with her and she teaches a, um, a fitness class at, um, the gym. Um, I'm sorry. Somebody's at my door. (laughs) Hi. Oh, thank you, honey. All right. Thanks. Sorry about that. That was my future sister-in-law. Um, (laughs) dropping off something um anyway what what was the question again i'm so exercise exercise yes so my friend teaches a class at um at a local gym and um so she teaches like mondays wednesdays thursdays and saturdays and she does um pretty much like um we do a lot we do cardio we do um like mondays and two mondays and thursdays is like the same routine where we do like um a few rounds of like high intensity cardio moves mm-hmm. we'll do um then some weight work um like upper body stuff and then we just kind of go back and forth um with like alternating between a high intensity moves some weights high intensity some weights and then we'll do some stuff on the floor like planks or side planks which i hate or so uh, hard <laughs> there's a eight planks i i i can i can hold a plank for a minute now where oh, a, wow. a few months ago not no <laughs> so <laughs> i've so i started going to her class regularly in mid-december and so i've been going since then like pretty consistently um in, and say like if there's a night or something that um i can't make it or something comes up i will do something um at home on my own just to keep in that routine yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would say I work out like at least four days a week. Wow. What yep. do you do? What do you do at home? So at home, I will. I have um a subscription to like Beachbody on demand. So I'll just go into their library of workouts and pick something. Um. Whatever I feel like doing. Like if I feel like doing lower, like leg day or something, or upper body or just a cardio thing um i will just pick something like that and just do that in my living room um and get that just to get that in just to kind of keep so i don't lose like i just want to stay in that routine yeah um so i don't lose the momentum exactly so and then on days um like days in between like tonight i didn't have class tonight but um like I wanted to walk tonight actually, but it looked like rain. So I chickened out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'll try it. Like in the, you know, our weather has been really, I'm in Western Pennsylvania and it's just been like hot, like warm, cold, warm, cold, warm. Like the yep. weather's been really inconsistent lately. So I'm just waiting for an, yeah. a nice long stretch of nice weather so I can get out and just walk in between 
like on the days that I don't have class or something, like I'll try to at least walk a little bit. So, but I am trying to be as active as I can. And those videos, do they require uh, equipment or anything? Um, Just like minimal, like I have like hand weights that I, like I have eight pound, five pound, just little two pound weights. Um, the two pound weights, believe it or not, I use on Saturday mornings, I stream my friend's class. I don't actually physically go to the gym on that day. It's just easier for me to roll out of bed and just do it <laughs> like I don't like to leave my house Saturday morning yeah so she she'll actually stream her class on a special app that she has so I'll take her class on Saturdays just from from home and she'll do this one move where you have to just hold your weights and like just rotate your arms forward and backwards and I'm telling you even with the two pound weights you feel it yeah like you just feel that because of that that motion that you're that repetitive but and I have um they call them booty bands they're like the like the stretchy bands that you put around like your legs and stuff. Yeah. I have those that I use at home. I have a mat. Um, that's about all I have at home. And that's uh, a lot of the um, beach body videos that I will do. Like if I do one of those workouts, um, they, they don't require much else than that. Um, some of them get like the more intense things. If you want to get into like heavier weights or like they have those little discs that you can slide around on. I don't have those. So, but I have like some basic things that I can uh, still accomplish some sort of strength training. Right. And that's good that it doesn't require a lot of stuff though, too. No, it doesn't. So, and like that's stuff that I had had from, you know, a few years ago, I was sort of getting into the whole exercise thing. And then I had some, I've had a lot, I had a lot of deaths in my family that kind of just took the wind out of my cell. And so I kind of, like I said, I let that go by the wayside and just started packing on weight. And then of course COVID hit and quarantine and yeah. we just, Nope. ate ourselves stupid <laughs> i so, think the whole nation did during yes that time. it was that's pro i really do blame like i mean i made the choice i did it on my own but just being home and like what do you have to do but sit in front of tv and eat yeah nope. and that's what we did and even my fiance gained some weight and it was just um we're just like at the time we were just like fat and happy and then it's like oh wait we don't feel too good. And, yeah. yeah. Maybe, right. You're, you're happy as long as you're able to sit there and not really do anything. <laughs> yes. But when you have to start like going places yes. and doing stuff, you're like, uh, this kind of sucks. It you're does. Like, oh, it, maybe I'm just fat. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Just the, like you said, just the um, simple thing of me walking from my parking lot at work up up a little bit of a hill to the front doors of the courthouse where I work was a, like a freaking chore. And, yeah. and then, you know, I'm always taking, and then I would take the elevator. I would only, I, my office is, um, well, I have to go up, a, up one floor and then through a courtroom and up another back flight of steps. So it was like, Holy, you know, like yeah. I was dying, like, and it just, just doesn't feel good. And I was just tired of just that feeling of um just being so out of breath and right yeah yeah it was it was not fun <laughs> since your surgery what has been the most mentally challenging part oh i think just um kind of like being um obsessed with the scale trying to i really try to only get on it once a week um because before it was like because i mean you get 
when you start seeing a pound or so like come off every couple of days, it's exciting. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, and then when you, you know, there's times where you go up a little bit too. And yeah, like that just mentally will sometimes wipe you out. And it's just, but I, um, mentally, I would just, my relationship with food was, is sometimes tough. I would have my moments where I just hated food because I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't eat anything. Yeah. Made me, you know, I was getting sick. Um, every time I ate, I just felt so like, you know, you get that, I was getting that, like really that tight, full feeling up through my chest and just like, okay, like I took two bites, like what's going on? Like it was, right. you know, just that little bit of frustration thinking you're never going to be able to enjoy food again. Um, so that it, it gets a little depressing. And there was, you know, a couple of times we, when I first went out to eat at a restaurant a few times, it didn't go well. It just, I mean, I ordered the right things, mm. but I don't know if it's just in how they prepared it or maybe again, I eat a little too much too fast, but just now I've, I've been out, um, like a couple weeks ago, we went, went out to eat and I had a crab cake and it went absolutely fine. Like I, there was two crab cakes. I can only eat one and a couple French fries and a little bit of salad. And I was done. Like that was it. And I didn't get sick, but yeah, the whole, but the process getting there was, um, it, it was a little depressing at times. Cause it was just like, I don't like food. Like food just makes me mad because I can't enjoy it. <laughs> like it just, it was a, it was a, a big eye opener mentally for me. Like, um, I don't, I, I don't want to say I ever got really depressed or had a depressing moment um, or felt like I was depressed or I, I, to the point where I thought maybe I need to talk to someone. It wasn't like that. It was just, it was just a frustration thing more than anything. A little yeah. bit of buyer's remorse. A little bit like, what did I do to myself? I can't reverse this. I just want to be able to eat cookies and a pie, you know, like what's yeah. so bad about that? <laughs> you know, it was just, but then you kind of talk yourself down off the ledge and you realize where you were and how you felt. And then you're like, okay, this is why I did this. And it it's going to get better. And it has. Besides the vomiting, has there been anything else that was physically challenging? Um, no, Lou, the hair loss. I don't know if that counts. I guess that, um, yes, that counts. Yeah, <laughs> that counts. So. <laughs> I had very, very thick, long hair, and that in and of itself was a blessing when the hair started coming out, I want to say between three and six month period uh-huh. was when the hair started coming out, um, where I was washing my, I, I don't want to say clumps, but it was pretty big strands of thick strands of hair that was coming out of me, and my hair obviously thinned. But my saving grace with that was I, I had really thick hair to start with. So when I did lose a lot of that thick hair, I still had hair. So it wasn't yeah. like I was, but I was worried. It was, it was, um, it got to the point there were sometimes I was afraid to wash my hair because every time I washed my hair, it was just coming out. Like I would just run my hand through my hair and it was just all over my hand and I'm sitting there pulling it out and I'm like kind of flicking it on the side of the tub because I didn't want it to all go down the drain and clog my drain yeah. and, you know, and then clean it up after I got out. And it was just like, I don't want to wash my hair today. It's all night, you know, and then not only that, and then I would put some leave-in conditioner in and then use a wet brush and brush it. And there was like a ton of hair coming out in the brush. I'm like, oh my God. 
Like, how am I not bald? Like, so that was, that was the the physical thing that kind of like, I was not real, that wasn't a fun experience. But um, I do feel that that has definitely tapered off. I'm not um, experiencing, like, just, I think now it's just the normal, whatever, you know, everyone has hair that comes out when they shower and it gets wet. Um, so now I don't feel like it's those clumps or whatever coming out. So yeah. I think, I think I am starting to slowly get some regrowth and it's not coming out like it was. So, and I'm, I am, you know, I'm taking my vitamins and all that. And I, I take extra biotin and I spray biotin in my hair. I use biotin shampoo. I don't know if that's, I think it's helping, but <laughs> I was trying to do really everything I could to try to, um, counteract that as best as I could. <laughs> Yeah, so I've I've heard the three to four month point is right when people start losing their hair. Yes. I'm, at, I'm at two months out. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I've got a good month left. <laughs> yeah, it was like I said, it's just it's it's gonna probably happen. I mean, everyone's different as far as severity and how how much. Like, there's I've seen people on the in the groups on Facebook where they lose so much, they end up having to get like a really short haircut. And I I'm like, Oh, I don't want to, cause I don't on myself. I don't, I don't prefer short hair. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I hope that I can at least keep some, and I'm, you know, I'm getting married in a couple months. I'm like, I mean, I guess she'll, she can throw hair extensions in if she has to, but I really don't want to do that. And, but she, um, I think I'm going to be okay. And I, I think the, for me, as far as the hair loss, I, I do believe the worst is over. So well, I've seen like pictures on Instagram of like giant clumps. Yes. Hair, and it is so frightening. To it see was. That. Yeah, it was like, like I said, I would reach up and just, just, I wouldn't even be really pulling. It's yeah. just, you run, especially when your hair's wet is, it seems like this when it was really, you know, and you just run your hand down through this wet hair and there's just huge clump of thick, like thick strands, like coming out and it's like. Oh my gosh. And I would, I would, um, I'm five, three, my fiance six, four. So I'll, I would have him look at the top of my head <laughs> and be like, do I have bald spots? Am I good? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, you're good. You're good. You're okay. You still have hair. I'm like, all right. But so yeah, that it, it is scary when that starts happening. So I have a feeling I know what the answer to this question is. Okay. What are you looking forward to in the next year? Oh, in the next year. Well, getting married so um just really just kind of settling into married life with my new husband and he has three kids so I'm uh I don't have kids of my own so I'll be a stepmom for like the first time ever and so just really being more active in their lives and and they're older but you know we want to do fun things with them and now that I feel like I'll be healthy enough to do things with them go fishing go camping, go hiking, um, go to a beach, go swimming, just stuff like that. Just, and I just really want to enjoy my family and yeah, in the next year and just, um, revel in the fact that I've, I, I'm healthier and that I am being proactive in, um, you know, prolonging my life. Yeah. And, um, so really that's kind of it. Like even this summer, I'm, I'm excited for this summer and like doing things, um, biking and just being more active and not having that stressor of, if I do this, I'm going to like 
just be in pain or I'm going to just run out of breath in like 10 feet. And I, I not having that weighing on your mind is just, it's life changing and it's, it's awesome. So yeah, just the, definitely in the next year, just, um, you know, continuing. And I love, I love where I work and I love, I have the best coworkers and just really just being happy and healthy in the next year and wedded bliss and all that other stuff, Yeah, <laughs> you know, just trying to like, enjoy yeah, that. Like you'll be able to enjoy your family. Yes, definitely. For sure. I'm like more excited than I ever, ever been like just about doing things that I, I otherwise would have missed out on Yeah, whether it be just not being able to do it physically or just, you know, I don't want to, you know, it's not nice to say, but maybe not being here at all. Right. So, yeah. And then what tips would you give somebody just starting out in their journey? Um, for sure. Do a lot of research, do research, um, really think about where you're like, it just, it's going to depend on where someone's at, like weight wise, if like, um, just do research and on each method, um, talk to your family doctor for sure. Um, my family doctor was super supportive, super on board with me doing it. Um, and just, and then, um, you know, whatever family is close, you know, talk to family. Um, I, and I know that a lot of people have, have had issues, you know, approaching their family and being like, here's what I want to do. And then their family being like, whoa, like my future mother-in-law, for example, was like, why would you want to do that? I've heard so many horror stories, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, she's seen me, you know, yeah. Right. So, um, just try not to listen to the naysayers, just really reflect and think about why you're going to do it. Um, why you want to do it. Like, it's easy to say, oh, well, I want to be able to fit into that skimpy little swimming suit someday. That's all well and good. But like, there's a bigger picture when it comes to this, this life. And um, I got to the point where I realized that. So um, I would say, you know, like I said, research, talk to your doctor, talk to close friends, close family, um, build your support system. um, And just then research surgeons in whatever area you're in and ask around like maybe if you know someone that's had surgery at maybe see where they went and what they who they might recommend and you know it's because that it's really important to have a good surgical team um and my I went with the doctor that um my best friend's daughter went with that surgical team so I contacted them and I think they were phenomenal. So I was really glad that I, I did that. So um, that's kind of like the basic tips and just trust the process. A a lot of people say that, but it's true. Trust the process, hang in there in the difficult, like crappy times where you're not feeling good. And, but you just, you know, don't be afraid to try foods and navigate your way through food and see what works for you and see what doesn't. And just because something doesn't work for you now doesn't mean it won't later. Um, like for me, like I said, tuna, I was determined and I had tuna for lunch today and I was fine. So, you know, yeah. So those, those are probably the best tips and like a little bit of bits of advice I can give someone. Well, excellent. Mm -hmm. 
We have really enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you. I, I enjoyed answering questions. And when I saw your post about looking for people to interview, I thought if I can help someone, you know, with what I've been through and maybe make them, you know, really think about is this right for them and maybe help them get on the same path and be healthy, then I thought, why not? And you're the first person we've talked to that had uh, severe sleep apnea. Too. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'll have to keep you posted on, on Instagram with, um, please, please do. I will. I'll keep you posted on Instagram with where I'm at with that. And, um, hopefully I can get a, another sleep study done and, um, we'll see th- like, cause I'll, I'm, I'm just another side note. I'm not on blood pressure pills anymore. My blood right. pressure completely. Yep. And, and it, a lot, a lot of that had to do with the the CPAP machine, but also being my weight being more under control. So I'm not on, I am definitely not on um, blood pressure pills, but I am still taking a thyroid pill and a cholesterol pill that I'm hoping that maybe the next visit they can wean me off those too. So (laughs) yeah, I'm sure you're headed that way. I do. I feel the best I felt physically and mentally probably in my life. Yes. So thank you for, you know, reaching out and I enjoyed doing this. Well, we appreciate having you. Thank you. Enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. Sorry. We had a little bit of technical difficulties at first. But... <laughs> oh, it's, uh, I work in IT. This oh, is, you, you know, all about these are that. just tiny little hiccups. Exactly. Well, thank you for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you have a good evening. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, Jennifer. Bye-bye. So that was our episode with Jennifer. I hope you enjoyed it and enjoyed her as much as we did. And again, go check out her Instagram. See how young she looks. I get told I look younger than I am and I'm 42, but I don't ever get told 20 years younger. That would be amazing if I did. It's usually five to maybe even 10 years younger, but not 20. So go check her out on Instagram. Follow her journey. She's pretty adorable as a person and next week I think we're gonna have an interview but this time it'll be a little interview with a twist so I hope you're excited to hear that and we'll see you next time bye This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is our journey and our opinions. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and help support us by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to have new episodes every Sunday.